2: A resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570, KDIZ Golden Valley, Valley, a service of Salem Media Group.
3: With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. As pro-democracy protests continue to draw massive crowds in Hong Kong, a leading dissident, artist Ai Weiwei, fears for the
4: city's future. The future is pretty dark, you know. Of course, we we hope it'll end up peacefully, but anything can happen.
3: The latest demonstrations have forced Hong Kong's airport to close for the day. A team of investigators working to determine the cause of a deadly fire at a daycare center in Erie, Pennsylvania. The blaze erupted early yesterday morning. Five children, ranging in age from eight months to seven years, were killed. The owner of the house that had been converted into a daycare facility is hospitalized. Stocks are sharply lower on Wall Street. The Dow down 204 points. The S&P is off 23 points.
0: This is SRN News. These are the official rules for all contests on Salem Media Group and Common Ground Broadcasting Radio Stations in the Twin Cities. Collectively, Salem, TC. From time to time, Salem, TC will conduct contests. No purchase necessary to enter or win. If for any reason a prize is not available, a substitute prize may be offered. Winners will be limited to one prize every 30 days. Winners of a major prize will be limited to one every 365 days. A major prize is any prize with a value of more than $1,000. Participants and winners must be U.S. residents, and winner is responsible for any and all taxes. For a list of full contest rules, see this station's website for details. Like It Matters Radio coming up here on Wellness 1570. I'm Lee Michaels. Become a member of the Wellness Fan Club. We've got lots of great things that come along with that. Special offers, deals, all kinds of contests to enter. There's always stuff being added. Just go to com and just click on the Fan Club page for more info. Your forecast for today. Clouds, some showers, likely with a high around 79.
3: The old plan was to get a job but lay aside each month and later start a family business. As the owner, you leverage the time of others and earn off hundreds of man-hours per day. It's called financial leverage. The added benefit is that each generation teaches the next and builds on these skill sets and your children have the competitive advantage of experience. That's a great plan for potentially creating generational wealth. Tradeway offers you the vehicle to start such a family business by teaching you how to trade in the stock market. Perhaps you're intimidated or confused by the world of investing. But Tradeway is here to help you break down that confusing world of finance so that you can understand it. We're not your typical big Wall Street investment advisory firm. We keep it fun, simple, and personal from day one. We offer our students a powerful education on how to trade in the U.S. stock and options market, coupled with sound investment advice, and all from our family business. We're here to help you reach your biggest goals through taking
0: small steps. Join us and bring your family. Join us at Calvary Lutheran Church in Golden Valley, September 27th and 28th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-TRADE. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. For 30 years, the healthcare insurers have had it wrong. We don't need to manage our health care we need to manage the finance of our healthcare. Sustainable healthcare. What is it? How do we attain it? And what changes are needed? What does this mean for doctors, healthcare insurers, pharmaceutical companies, and most importantly, you, the patient? If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. Or can you change the system to keep your doctor in practice? These and a host of other questions will be addressed by Dr. Stephen Trobiani, M.D., and his program, Sustainable Healthcare, on Wellness 1570, Saturday afternoons at 2. Dr. Trobiani brings his 30 years of medical practice and many years of uncovering problems in the healthcare industry and offering solutions on restructuring healthcare financing through free enterprise. Tune in Saturdays at 2 on Twin Cities Wellness Radio, Wellness 1570, and listen to Dr. Trobiani's insights into providing prescriptions to what ails the healthcare
5: Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, we're going to be talking about the journey continues. The journey continues. You know, right now as you're listening to this radio show, I'm actually in class in Dallas, Fort Worth, I recorded this show a couple of days earlier. Uh, I am working with Team 205 uh, in Leadership Awakening, uh, taking uh, 11 people from all walks of life, from all income levels, uh, in two and a half days to a level that they couldn't even comprehend before we started the class. Uh, and so I'm glad to be with you on the radio while I'm physically uh, changing lives. And today, the show topic being The Journey Continues, is I want to talk about uh, what's been going on the last couple of weeks. You know, I, I spend uh, two to three weekends a month uh, in leadership training. Uh, my job, my goal, my outcome is to help people maximize the potential they were created with. And the reason being is that there seems to be a crisis of meaning in this country. Uh, in this world. Or people are just going through the motions, just checking boxes, just getting through, getting through the next uh, um, summer, uh, getting through the next anniversary, uh, getting through the next school year, getting through the next trauma, getting through the next drama. We're just checking boxes, going through life, running as hard as we can, and then at the end of the day, have a few drinks, have a few puffs. Pop a few pills, go to sleep, get up in the morning, have a few drinks, have a few puffs, pop a few pills, get going for the day. And then we do that over and over and over until we have chest pains, until our spouse says, I'm done, I want more in a life. Uh, And then we're now in a midlife crisis. Now we're in a crisis of meeting at 30, 40, 50, 60 years. But let's be honest all that stuff didn't create the crisis, all that stuff came from the crisis. See, there's a search for meaning. Remember, we are little meaning makers. Dr. Victor Franco who's the father of adult, uh, no, he's not father of adult therapy, sorry, he's not that at all. He's the father of logotherapy. His quote, and I say over and over on this radio show and in my class, between the stimulus and response, there's a space. And in that space is your power, it is your freedom. And the whole concept of logotherapy is to find a will to meaning. Don't you hear it? And in my class, I ask people over and over, why why are you here? And I don't mean here in this classroom. I mean here on this planet. Why did the God of the universe breathe life into that carbon-based life form? Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again and again and again? See, we have this search for meaning, and the search for meaning is the primary motivation in our lives, just a lot of people don't even know what's going on. You know, they're wanting to fill this void with everything they can, with with, uh, promiscuity, with uh, physical activity, I mean, with sports. I mean, how many ESPN channels do you people need? What are there, like 18 ESPN channels? And the irony is that uh, I, I flip these channels and see some of these weird sports events, uh, and they're at stadiums, and guess what? Not only are people watching it on ESPN 12 or ESPN 16 or ESPN uh, say Hablo Español, <laughs> whatever it is, right? All these different ESPNs, but there are actually people in the stadiums, physically in those stadiums, watching those shows. Or we get tied up with our kids doing 18 baseball games over the weekend and the the summer volleyball practice and this and that. And we're running around doing all this, taking our kids to all this and all that. We're running around and we miss the purpose in our lives. And we get so wrapped up in doing stuff that we forget who we are. We forget why we're here. We forget our, our greater purpose in life. And if you don't realize how important it is, Wait till someone leaves this planet. How are they remembered? What's said about them at their eulogy? You know, when this, this search for meaning, when it goes unmet, our lives feel shallow. They feel empty. And for many today, and I've been doing this for 27 years, I'm going to tell you right now, this need, this meaning, deeper meaning, is not met. And so the fundamental crisis of our times is a spiritual one, one of meaning beyond ourselves. When I say spiritual, I do not mean religious. Remember, Dr. Robert Diltz uh, came up something with his work with Gregory Bateson. Uh, he came up with something called the Neurological Levels of Change. And there are six levels of change, six levels of communication, six levels of teamwork, uh, many different things that you could put these six levels on. At the very bottom is our environment. It's where we hang out. Right above that is our behavior, is what we do. Right above that is our capabilities, what we are able to do. Right above that is our belief system, our values. Those belief systems, our core values, our core meaning. You know, everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief. And so that's where our belief systems and uh, our values are. Above that is our identity. It's who we are. And for the longest time, Dr. Diltz just had those five. And Gregory Bateson, with The Ecology of Mind, the book, I mean, I think it was in the 60s. And so for the longest time, there's just these five levels. But here's the problem. Einstein's a pretty smart guy. You know one of his famous quotes, which I'm not even sure if he actually even said it, but he's accredited with it. He's credited with it. And the quote's about insanity. You know the quote. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, but expecting different results. That's just crazy. Now, I'm not really sure if he said that or not. There's speculation that he, someone else said it, but he gets credit for it. But let me tell you another quote that I know he said for sure that really rocked my world and made no sense to me until I found the neurological levels of change. And Einstein said this, you can never solve a problem at the same level it was created at. And for that reason, for that quote, that was the reason why NLP and Dr. Dilts, after a while of just having five neurological levels, had to add that sixth level, which is spirit. Now, a lot of people in the NLP circles, uh, they are uh, not God-fearing people. They don't believe in the God of the Bible because NLP is all about quantification. NLP is all about how do you do what you do. It's all about putting things in a box, seeing the pattern, laying it out so you can duplicate the pattern or change the pattern if it's not getting you what you want. And the problem is, you understand it already. If you're a child of God, you can't put God in a box. God doesn't follow any pattern except His own pattern. God is the creator of pattern, and so is not subject to the patterns that He creates. He sits above those. He functions outside the dimensions. We function inside the dimensions. And to be honest with you, this whole crisis for meaning, the search for meaning, uh, is is a new crisis. Think about people in the olden days. The olden days, people living in earlier societies would not even ask questions about meaning in their life, or not most. Their lives were culturally embedded in a set framework. They, they had living traditions, living gods, living communities, functioning moral codes, problems that had known boundaries and fixed goals. But we've lost this and are now left with existential problems that need to cultivate a kind of intelligence that can deal with them. Who am I? Why am I here? What's my purpose? If today was my last day on this planet, did it matter one bit? What difference did I make? How have others benefited from the blessing called my life? I mean, think about it. A few medieval peasants had to consider the meaning of life or their work because they were embedded in the daily necessities of just living. But today, we are deprived, meaning deprived. And uh, symptoms of a meaning deprived society are obsession with health, fear of death, Diseases of meaning, cancer, heart disease, dementias, depression, fatigue, addictions, threats of extinction like holocaust, abortion on demand, genocide, things, pictures, experiences so painful that we were never supposed to put in our head but now we can see so freely on the internet. So we search for immediate pleasure and satisfaction due to loss of capacity and imagination. We seek a job as a vocation solution. We fill our time with stuff and that void in our heart with anything that might make us feel better. The temporal becomes the urgent and the long term becomes but a dream that's forgotten. We're awake. And so that's why I do this radio show and that's why I do my leadership training. And today we're talking about the journey continues because we're all called to be constant learners, lifelong learners. And if you don't know how to do that, how could you possibly do it? I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be back in three minutes.
2: Like It It Matters Leadership Awakening changes lives. Listen to this fireman's comments as he compares other training to leadership awakening.
4: It's like no other. You know, people say that you're crazy for running into a burning building, but... You know, the one thing they have in common is adrenaline. You know, from from Go when Mr. V opened those doors and said you may enter. It was it was nonstop adrenaline, but it's unlike anything I've ever done. It's pushed me in ways that I never thought I could be pushed.
2: Like it matters. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Your first year of Christian school is half-priced through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. If you see public
0: school as a negative influence on your child's faith, it's time to make a change. To find out more about our half price Christian school tuition program, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com.
2: Did you know that 63% of homes contain allergens from cockroaches? And that mice spread potent asthma triggers found in 82% of homes? It's true. Common household pests are major offenders on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family breathe easier. Visit PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America. Need a roof? JTR Roofing. Need siding? JTR Roofing. How about windows?
0: JTR Roofing.
2: The name's not big enough. It should be JTR Roofing, Siding, and Windows.
0: They'd rather have a name that's too small than a price that's too big. For a free estimate, go to roofwithjtr.com. That's roofwithjtr.com.
2: Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees.
4: Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team
0: Every single person has been
5: thrilled with the results, and myself included.
2: Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, October 3rd through the 5th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment.
5: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio like it matters. Inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today... We're talking about the journey continues. The journey continues. You know, I, I do two to three times a month a class called Leadership Awakening. For those of you that have been listening to this uh, training for, uh, this radio show for a while, you've heard many of our graduates, recent graduates come on this training and t- come on this show, sorry, uh, and talk about how that two and a half days impacted their life. Uh, stunning. Matter of fact, I always like to share testimonials because it's one thing to hear me brag about how good my training is. Well, it's another thing to hear other people brag about how great Leadership Awakening is. Uh, This is uh, February 12, 2018, a letter uh, dated February 12, 2018. It was from Rick Reynolds, a pastor, a team member of Team 181, and he went to Minneapolis, Minnesota. And here's what he wrote me. He said, my son attended three weeks prior to my attending Leadership Awakening and was so convinced in the impact it would have on me that I made all the, ra- ra- uh, all the arrangements. He booked the flight, and the rest is future, not history. He says, quote, As a pastor for 33 years and spending 14 of those years serving several weeks a year in Romania, I have seen and been involved with many conferences uh, in encouraging times, but there really was no comparison the two and a half days of metamorphosis that took place at Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training. This leadership awakening takes the biblical exhortation of Romans twelve, one through two, and he quotes it, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, your act of worship, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, and he underlined that, that ye may prove what is that that uh, prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And he goes, that's the end of the quote, and gives you the framework to see this happen like never before. This training moves from challenging uh, to think differently to implementation of proven strategies to get it done. He says, attend, exclamation point, trust the process and give it your all and come away with being the best you God wants you to be. See, that's what I do in all of our training. I believe it's time to, it's, it's a spark. I In my training, what I do is I kind of take those paddles, you know, I, I rub them together, and then you stick them on someone's chest. Clear! What is it, defibrillator? See, I function with presuppositions. Every single thing, you know, what they call prejudice today are presuppositions. We presuppose things. You know, just like some people out there presuppose that if I wear a red hat that says make America great again, uh, that I'm a racist, I'm bigoted, I'm none of those things at all. And yet I'm a supporter of the guy in the White House. Uh, And yet I wouldn't presuppose that someone who voted for someone else uh, is hateful, liberal, wants to destroy our country. I would not presuppose that. But some people do presuppose. It's called prejudice. We take our own limited beliefs and we put them onto other people. It's called prejudice. And we live in a very prejudiced world today. But you got to understand that there are presuppositions. You know, when you're in a court of law and you're a defendant, uh, the judge treats you with some presuppositions. There's supposed to be the presupposition of innocence. We're presupposed that everybody's innocent until proven guilty. Now, we realize uh, with what's going on the Mueller probe and all that stuff and the Kavanaugh hearings, that's not true at all. But it's supposed to be presupposed that we are innocent until uh, proven guilty. And so there are presuppositions when you talk about the Black Lives Matter movement. There are presuppositions there that black people are treated unfairly, that cops are mean to black people, that everybody's a racist if you're not black. Presupposition, the women's movement. Presuppositions. Our are women aren't treated fairly. Women's lives are harder. Women are supposed to be equal. Women are more than sexual objects. Whether you agree with them or not, I'm just telling you, these are called presuppositions. My background, my, my, my master's in neuro-linguistic programming. And there are 23 to 35 different presuppositions uh, that you must adopt whenever you're working with NLP. doesn't mean you have to agree with those, and there are many of the presuppositions in neuro-linguistic programming that I don't agree with. But when I'm working with people, I'm in a therapeutic relationship, and I'm working to grow them, and I'm using uh, NLP, then I must, uh, believe, adopt these presuppositions because that's where we're functioning from. And for me, as I do any work, I have a few presuppositions. I believe that life is an undulating line. In other words, there are peaks and valleys. The peaks are to be enjoyed and to be noted. But this too shall pass. The valleys are also to be used, to grow us, to gather resources, to to prepare for the next ascension to the mountaintop. And one thing I tell people all the time, we can't waste the valley. Some people, when they're in a valley, they just complain and moan and groan and they become the victim. And the problem is they never learn the lesson. You know, the Israelites, when Moses led 2 million plus people out of Egypt, in the promised land, if you don't know this, it was roughly a two-week journey. Two weeks. But the Israelites spent 40 years in the desert. Matter of fact, of all the people, up to 2, 3 million people that left Egypt, you know how many people the original group that left Egypt entered the promised land? Two. Two. Yep. Look it up. Only two. Why? Because as soon as they got out of slavery, two days later, they're hungry and they're complaining to God and Moses that they should go back and could have died in Egypt. At least they would have food in their belly. Not that any of us act like that, right? <laughs> Hard-headed, stiff-heart, nah, not you, not me, nah. Just all those other people, right? You know what I'm talking about. We can't waste our valley. See, that's what logotherapy is all about. The understanding that everything has meaning, that's what Romans 8.28 is about. All things work for the good, uh, for those who love God are are called according to his purpose. The good, the bad, the ups, the downs, there's purpose, there's meaning in everything. The basis for logotherapy, that when you can find meaning in anything, even suffering, then it has value. And so life is an undulating line. The problem is we stop dreaming, we get disappointed, we get let down, our expectations go unmet. And so we no longer dream big. We no longer go high. We we flatten out on the top part. And then most of us know what's like to hurt, to feel the pain of life, the disappointments. And so a lot of us go numb. We stop feeling anything but misery or regret or resentment. So we don't go too high and we don't go too low. And what happens? Right. It's exactly what happens. We die. Now, we might not be dead, physically dead. On our tombstone, it should read, you know, died 2004 or died 2016 or died some point, but buried sometime later. And so part of what I do in my training is I move that undulating line. I take you through ups and downs. That's what life is. If you don't believe me, go to a hospital. Tell them that you're having chest pains. They'll hook you up to an electrocardiogram machine. And you want to see the rise and the fall of the systolic and the diastolic. Otherwise, if you're ever hooked up to an EKG machine, unless there's a technical error, you will never see a flat line. You know why? Yeah. Even Nick knows the answer to that. Cause you're dead. That's why. <laughs> so life is an line. We gotta accept the good and the bad. We gotta accept the, the rise and the fall. Even the Bible says that. That the rain falls on the righteous and the unrighteous. The, the, the sun rises on the saved and the unsaved. I also have a presupposition that that we're all called to be under construction. We're going to be better each day is the mantra. Constant and never-ending improvement is what the corporate world calls it. Dr. Charles Edward Deming went to Japan at the end of World War II. Do you know how bad service was, uh, how bad products were made in Japan before World War II? I'll tell you how. There was actually a a city that they renamed Yusa, Japan. USA, USA, Japan, because quality was so pathetic in Japan that they would con people to thinking something that was made in USA, Japan was made in USA, so people would buy it. What happened after World War II, Charles Edward Deming, Dr. Deming, went to Japan and taught them constant, never any improvement. See, Norman Cousins used to say, "We have learned to live in a world of mistakes and defective products as if they were necessary to life. It's time to adopt a new philosophy in America." That was Norman Cousins, and Dr. Edwards Deming was a creator of the Deming 14 Points, an innovator of modern improved quality pr- production practices. After the Second World War, ended Japan was in ruins and was known for anything but quality. So Deming was an American who went to Japan and taught the Japanese the one fundamental they needed to know in order to not only succeed, but to become the dominant force of industry in the world. What was that fundamental that Deming taught to key business principles? You ready for this? Quality always costs less. He taught that quality always costs less. And as long as the Japanese could just focus on constantly improving, they would eventually be globally dominant. People often say the Japanese make better products, and to some degree it might be true. But it's not because they have superpowers. It's because they've consistently focused on the practice of constant and never-ending improvement. Kanai, or kaizen, as the Japanese call it. And I believe that. matter of fact, my training, the spirit of the training comes from the Japanese training, Konrisha Yosei Gakko, Leadership Awakening. It's about constant, never-ending improvement. In the corporate world, we call it lean manufacturing. In the corporate world, we call it lean sigma, six sigma. In the training world, we call it lean, uh, a leadership awakening, leadership adventure. And so leadership awakening is that first half of class, of a process I call the leadership experience. But leadership adventure is the second half. And what I've been doing for the last couple of weeks is I've been out in Louisiana. Well, it's on the border, if you will, still in Texas, but close to Louisiana, building a course called Leadership Adventure, the second half of the leadership experience, one class I haven't done for about five years. And so that's what we're talking about. The journey continues. Because for the first time in five years, those that are graduates of Leadership Awakening now have a chance to let the journey continue, to pick up right where they left in Leadership Awakening and now take it to a whole new level in leadership adventure. And that's what we're talking about today. What is the concept of constant never-ending learning? What are the principles that need in place for us to grow and stretch and become become better parents, become better spouses, become better bosses, better co-workers, better employees? That's what we're talking about today on Like It Matters Radio. We'll be back in three minutes.
4: And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like
1: you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, October 3rd through 5th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening where 48 hours will change your life.
6: Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number for EVRcleaning.com. Remember... Forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. What
1: can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Hear what this human resource manager says about the impact of leadership awakening on her life.
2: With uh, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, it changed my culture to say, okay, I have to set the example. I know I am the manager, but sometimes I have failed up until now to really deliver my word. So those things changed the very first day I came back. It is just absolutely fascinating. So of course they are looking at me like, what happened to you? And on a personal point of view, so many things have happened since I got home. It's almost a miracle. It's not almost. It is a miracle.
1: 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, October 3rd through the 5th. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Welcome back
5: to Like It Matters Radio. Radio like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today we're talking about the journey continues. You know, uh, I do an incredible amount of training. Our training is transformational, life-altering. It's the toughest training most people ever take. That's an entry-level class I call Leadership Awakening. And if you've listened to this radio show long enough, you've heard many people talk about how it's transformed their life. Metamorphosis, uh, phenomenal. And I've been doing—I do two to three of those uh, a, a month, and I've been doing that for 27 years. I have a second half class uh, that I have not had on uh, uh, on the books, if you will, for about five years. It's called Leadership Adventure. It's the second part of the process. And uh I've been working on building that uh, ranch, uh, building that locale. Uh and so uh it is coming along well. And so uh next month, or actually September, we'll have our first class in 5 years, September 12th through 14th. Uh and then we'll do a class, a second class uh October as well. Uh and so if you want any information on that or any of our classes, just go to likeitmatters.net, likeitmatters.net. And you know, one of the cool things about what I do is uh I cause people a, a chance on the fly to be self-reflective. You know, we get so busy with life. I told you we get so used to going through stuff. We, the busyness of life causes us to lose our purpose. Uh, I heard a pastor one time say, I love this saying, he said, if the devil can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. If the devil can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. And uh we create an environment. For people look inward. We, we shine a, a, a mirror on them, if you will. And it really is about self-reflection. Because we get so wrapped up, we get so busy, that we don't really have the proper time to self-reflect. And boy, because, you know, let's be honest, life for most of us should get a 15-yard penalty for unnecessary roughness, right? We've been put down, knocked down, dragged out, right, by life. And so a lot of us are afraid to open the door to self-criticism, uh, to constructive criticism, because we're afraid that people start piling on. And so we, we, we don't have the time, and we don't have the emotional fortitude to really deeply reflect. You know, time is typically our excuse, but it isn't the only reason we don't reflect. We also don't reflect because we don't want to think about it. Uh, we don't reflect because we don't realize the importance of it. Uh, we don't reflect because we don't value it. And we don't reflect, let's be honest, because some people don't think we know how to do it. And so I want you to know that's what my training is. It's a forced self-reflection. I create environments for people to learn more about themselves in two and a half days than they could possibly learn about themselves in years outside this process. And by taking this information and applying it, because information that's, that's not applicable is useless. This is how people learn to, to, to take their, their, their business lives, their personal lives, to an absolute whole new level. See, we got to make time to reflect. And since most of us don't, it's forced time in my class. we got to learn to ask questions, the right questions. Leaders, I tell people this all the time, learning to ask the right questions is critical for a leader. Because by asking the right questions, you'll get the right answers. You know, what worked? And why did it work? What didn't work? And why didn't it work? What does this situation remind you of? How can you use this experience? How does this experience relate to other situations you've been in? What can you learn from this situation? Knowing what you know now, what would you do differently next time? It gives you a chance to to take the perceptual positions, the first, second, third position, and take a look at your past, your life experience, and see what's affected you positively and negatively. Because if you listen to this radio show, you, you learned of this last week, I, I did two shows. One was called What to Do with the Past. And then a couple of days later, I said did a show called Here's What to Do with the Past. Because really, the, who we are today has a lot to do with our past. And it really comes down to two things, what we choose to forget and what we choose to remember. And sometimes we forget really important things that we should remember. And you know what? We a lot of times remember things that we should have forgotten a long time ago. We have a tendency to remember all the hurt, all the pain, all the disappointments, all the trauma, all the drama. But yet we tend to forget the time we overcame, the lessons, the the understanding that came from what another person's struggle was because hurting people hurt people. And all of our classes is a bit of a deliverance process to it. Because let's be honest, if we're going to become who we're created to be and move in the future boldly, then we need to deal with some of the things in the past. There are things in our past that are holding us back. There are things in our past that aren't serving us well. There are things we are remembering that we should forget. And there are things that we've forgotten that we need to remember. That's critical. And that is my gift. That is my forte. That is my passion. That is why I get to do what I do. That is why I'm on the radio sh- today. That is why you need to go to likeitmatters.net and get your button Leadership Awakening as soon as possible. change your life. You'll learn more about yourself in two and a half days than you can possibly learn about yourself in years outside this process. And if you've been through Leadership Awakening, you need to then sign up for Leadership Adventure, which is the second half of the experience. And I told you there are some constants, some presuppositions I have. I told you life's an unduling line. I told you we all should have a sign of under construction. But let me tell you th- uh, four other ones. Number one, know the time. The time is now. Planes crash and people die, ladies and gentlemen. It's a fact of life. And unless you take your life, none of us know our last day. But God does. It's already been pre-written. God's all-knowing is immutable. In other words, God cannot change, meaning he cannot learn. So we serve a cosmic know-it-all. And put this one on. God can't be disappointed in you. Did you hear that? Because God already knows everything you're ever going to do, say, think, everything. And he, for those of you that he called and he chose, like me, he already knows every mistake you're going to make. He's already seen it. And he accepted you and loves you. So you got to know what time it is. And I love the word time because if, read the Bible. I eat the Bible. Two words. Greek words are translated into one English word that we call time. One is chronos and one is kairos. Chronos has to do with what time your watch says. But kairos has to do with the time you're living in. And leaders know what time it is. Matter of fact, in the Bible, there's a group of warriors from the tribe of Issachar. They're considered the greatest warriors there were. They were some of King David's great warriors. And the reason why the Bible says that they were such great warriors is because the tribe of Issachar, the warriors from the tribe of Issachar, they knew what time it was. And they're not talking about the sundial. They're talking about the time is Now. One of my also presuppositions I go into all trainings with is rule number one about being a leader. <clears throat> you ready for that, leaders? You know what it is? It's not about you. Get off yourself. You can either be a conduit or a cistern. Conduit or a cistern. Two ve- two vessels, two vehicles. A cistern is like a vase, a bowl, a cup. It holds stuff. But a conduit is a pass-through agent. And we're called to be pastor agents. That's why rule number one about being lead, leader, it's not about you. You've been blessed so you can be a blessing others. i got people in my life like Brett Wassel, very generous. Mike Taylor with Columbia Specialty. A Tim Vestal with Vestal GMC out of North Carolina. Just some people who've truly blessed me, who've truly uh, poured out to me, helped me, because they realize it's not about them. They've been blessed so that they can be a blessing to other people. And a presupposition I also go with is we were made for a purpose. Nothing's by chance. You are rare. There's nobody else out there like you. And so the last one is that we need a, a time set aside to reflect. And so those are my basic presuppositions, presuppositions I go into every class with. And why, my goal is to get people emotionally involved with their life, to help them clean up some things from their past and to help them refocus, recalibrate their thinking, refocus their mind, resuscitate their heart, and to get all in. You know, there's a term in, in the biblical circles, in the uh, spiritual circles called revival. And really the word revival it means all in. And boy, I want to create a revival. Maybe not a spiritual revival, because some of you don't believe in God. I get that. But a revival where you're all fired up, where you're all in. You know, I love this quote by Cardinal Cushing. He said, if all the sleeping folk will wake up, and all the lukewarm folk will fire up, and all the dishonest folk will confess up, and all the disgruntled folk will sweeten up, and the discouraged folk will look up, and all the estranged folk will make up, and all the gossipers will shut up, and all the dry bones will shake up, and all the true soldiers will stand up, and all the church members will pray up, then you will have a revival. And boy, people leave our training regrouped with the biggest feeling of self-confidence, of clarity in thinking. Why? Because I shake them out of their old patterns. We get in ruts. You know this if you're married for a long period of time. You know this you've had kids. You know this if you've walked with God for any amount of time. We get in ruts. We get in patterns. We forget things. We start going through the motions. And we need some set-aside time to spark ourselves, to revive ourselves, to renew ourselves, to recreate. And a lot of times we can't do it on our own. We need a guide. We need someone that is on the outside that can take us to deep places we never could have been by ourselves. It's like going to the gym. I can go to the gym by myself. And if I'm working out with weights, I'm gonna get a subpar workout. Because when things get a little uncomfortable, when things get a little tough, I'm gonna quit. That's the same thing in our mental growth, in our psychological growth, in our spiritual growth. We need someone to guide us. Because when things get a little too tough, we're on our own, we quit. We get distracted. We change our focus. But if you have someone like Mr. Black and likeitmatters.net, then we can guide you through. We can help you ask the right questions. We can challenge your thinking and have you take a look at what's really going on. after the break, I'm going to go to a principle that I share in Leadership Awakening, a leadership adventure called the 4 Plus 1 C's of Leadership. Be right back.
4: Give a person a fish. Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's Black at com In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at Black at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse.
3: Are you the expert in your industry? Do others in the community come to you for help in your line of business? There's an affordable way to position you and your company as the authority. I'm Mike Murphy, sales leader for Wellness 1570 and Salem Media Twin Cities. Let us help you bring your brand to life with your very own radio show and podcast. You know your business, and we know how to build an effective and engaging audio program with both on-air and online distribution. You will grow your business by enhancing your credibility and branding yourself as the go-to specialist in your field, positioning you above your competitors. Let's work together to make you the expert that Twin Cities residents turn to for information in your field. Contact me, Mike Murphy, to talk about bringing your brand to life with your very own radio program.
0: If you love radio as much as we do, why don't you join us by having your own show? Go to com and click on "Host Your Own Program. This station is owned and operated by Salem Media Group.
5: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, Mr. Black. If you miss any of this radio show, you need to listen to the whole thing in its entirety. One thing I teach is the power of focus. And we need to really train ourselves to be focused again because we lose focus. We're such short attention span people. And so, man, if you listen, 48 minutes. 48 minutes. That's why I call this an hour of power. With commercials, everything, you're looking at one hour. Every Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. And then in the proper formats, replayed from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Now, if you live in the beautiful Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul, you are blessed because you can go to your terrestrial dial, in other words, your actual radio dial, and turn that to you know your AM dial, and there you are. You can listen to us every single day, twice a day. But if you don't have the radio dial, don't like the radio dial, you can listen online. You can uh, live stream with them. Twin Cities Wellness Radio, TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. It's AM 1570 on the radio dial. On the computer, it's TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Great format. It's all about you. The radio station's all about you. Your wellness. Financial, spiritual, physical, mental pharmacological, everything about your wellness. And I believe that we are the foundation of that radio format because we cover everything, everything, heart, body, and soul. Now, we're also the beautiful city of St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, you can listen to us uh, daily there from 7 to 8 p.m. on Praise 95.1 FM and 1260 AM, the St. Louis Gospel Experience. And the cool thing is there's this app on your phone. It's also on your computer. Uh, you can go to iHeartRadio, iHeartRadio, download it. Uh, and you can listen to us anywhere in the world. we got listeners in China and Russia and the Middle East. i got a huge uh, listing base in Sao Paulo, Brazil. You can listen to any of the 50 states, contiguous or not, uh, by going to iHeartRadio query or search Wellness Radio 1570. Uh, Wellness Radio 1570. And if you got Alexa, you can say Alexa, play Wellness Radio Minneapolis. And there you will hear us. And uh, you can go to uh, iTunes as well. iTunes uh, you can su- subscribe to Like It Matters Radio. And if you still do Facebook, uh we post daily pictures on the show, we talk about what we're doing. So just go to um facebook.com/li Radio. And today we're talking about the journey continues because we are now re-adding to our classes uh, Leadership Adventure. Leadership Awakening, if you've listened to this radio show for a period of time, you hear about our graduates coming all the time talk about transformation, the life-changing experience that took place when they went through Leadership Awakening. We have a second half of that class that we have not had on the schedule for about five years. It's called Leadership Adventure. Uh, and it takes off right where Leadership Awakening leaves off. And what I want to do for this last segment, because remember, my three principles for this radio show are inspirational, educational, and applicational. And what I want to leave with you, uh, you you with is what I call the four plus one C's of leadership they are the frame they are the foundation uh, they are what everything comes from uh, in leadership adventure uh, It is one of those things that most people have these four plus one C's of leadership in front of their eyes most of the weekend. Some will have their eyes and this in front of their eyes all the weekend and they'll actually have to come back uh, at a different time and staff the class just to see parts of the ranch, because these are going to be so much in front of their eyes that they might not be able to see anything else at many points in the weekend. And I love this piece because it's called four plus one C's of leadership. And the first C is commitment. And by the way, this is for leadership. This is for team building. This is for relationships. Uh, This is really for anything that's really, really organized that you want to move from point A to point B. And always, whenever we talk about that, we always start with that first C, which is commitment. You know, so many things happen without commitment. The problem is nothing real ever takes place without commitment. And whenever we talk about commitment, I always uh, like to equate one word with commitment. It's called trust. It's called trust. You know, there's many verses in the Bible uh, uh, that use the word Believe. You know, Romans 10, 9, if you believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and confess with his mouth that he is risen from the grave, that you will be saved. If my people humble themselves and believe, right? And we all the time believe. And you know what that word believe equates to? It's like no other option. It's like a life raft. It's like you're putting all your eggs in one basket. And that's what that word, when the Bible talks about believe, that's what they mean about, being about it. And that really is why I bring that up because that's really what this word commitment is. And so commitment, there's one word I always have people write under commitment. It's trust. It's trust. Commitment and trust go hand in hand. Do you trust God? Do you trust your spouse? Do you trust your kids do the right thing? Do you trust your boss? Commitment is about trust. If your team members can't trust you, how can they commit to you? And if people don't think you're committed to them, how can they trust you? See, leaders have to push through tough situations. Most people, when they get a little resistance, you know what they do? When they hit resistance, they pull back. But true leaders push through that wall. When they get resistance, they push into something. They lean into something. I had a graduate of mine, and it was a close friend for a little while. We're, we're I'm sure we're still friends, just not close friends. And he used to talk about leaning in. Leaning in. The problem is all he ever did was lean in. He never stepped in. I mean, when people walk or run, you know what they do? They lean in and then they take a step. But then after they lean in, their momentum causes them to take steps and move. Some people are just leaning in. Stop leaning in. There's no commitment leaning in. Step into it. Don't just lean into it. Get into it. Be into it. Step into it. Run into it. Leaning in is the first part. It's almost a hesitation if you think about it. Commitment's about trust. Commitment is one of the hardest things you got to learn. Commitment. Commitment's not something you learn through a book. Some commitment's not something you look through. Uh, you learn through an oratory master. Commitment's what you learn in the fire. Commitment's what you learn through the ups and downs of life. So the four plus one C's of leadership always everything starts with commitment, and commitment's all about trust. The second C is communication, and whenever we talk about communication, we always talk about two types: communication with self. And the communication with others. Communication with self is called intrapersonal. Communication with others is called interpersonal. And I'm going to tell you right now, the fo- the focus of most people is on interpersonal communication. But I can tell you the most important one of those two is intrapersonal. Because the way you talk to yourself truly dictates the way you talk to other people. And 60 million Americans struggle with depression. A majority of depression falls in a category called situational depression. And do you know what causes situational depression? Our self-talk. Yep. You've studied epigenetics. Uh, Dr. Caroline Leaf, Dr. Bruce Lipton will tell you that we're basically a community of 300 trillion cells all driven by our environment. And the ultimate environment is our thought process, is our mind. Because no matter who you share your bed with, if anybody, we all have to sleep with ourselves. Communication is the foundation for all relationships, both business and personal. What good is a mission, a vision, values, and beliefs if they are not communicated? You cannot be an effective leader, I'm going to tell you right now, unless you can effectively communicate. Clear vision is the third C. Clear vision is all about three questions that all leaders should ask themselves. Where am I now? Where am I going? What will it take to get there, and how long? And it doesn't hurt when you talk about clear vision to have some some B H A Gs. This is from I think from Good to Great. I think it was years ago. Big, hairy, audacious goals—something to strive for, something to push for, something that's almost out of your reach. Something that causes you to strive, creates some creative discontent, creates some desire. Something you need to work for. Anything work, worth having is worth working for, right? The four C is consensus. Consensus is a method of gaining agreement in groups. It's uh, important for problem solving, for decision making. It's a process by which everyone discusses the issues and reaches a decision all can support. It incorporates the knowledge and experience, ideas and feelings of all members of a group. And it is hard to build consensus. I'm telling you right now, especially when you've got many competing ideas, competing uh, uh, purposes. And boy, that, that, that 4C and the 4 plus 1Cs of leadership is the toughest. You can't just read about it. You can't just talk about it. You need to practice it. You need to practice it. And only once we got those four C's, only then, you would never want to lock in the pattern until those four C's are in place. Because the four C's, once they're in place, allow for the fifth C, the plus one. And that is consistency. Consistency is about applying the same standard for situation to situation, getting predictable outcomes and results. Consistency leads to trust because people learn they can depend on you. When you are consistent, it helps hold the team together. And I can tell you right now consistently for 27 years, uh, I've been providing the most powerful leadership training that will change your life forever. I teach you how you work. I teach how your mind works because if you're going to make any lasting change, you must do it by the rules of the subconscious brain because we only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. Everything else is unconscious. So we need to let the journey continue, and you do it by reaching out to Mr. Black. Go to likeitmatters.net, and I can help you be all you were created to be. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
2: Texting and roles for a recurring automated marketing text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Free meals provided with order. Texting privacy rules and TNCs at www.textrules.us. Martha Stewart wants to give you three free meals for your own in-home taste test. That's right. Martha's meal kit delivery service, Martha and Marley's Spoon, is giving away three full-size meals. To be part of Martha's free at-home taste test, text QUICK to 246810. Forget about awful frozen food and unhealthy fast food. Martha wants you to enjoy three of her best 30-minute meals for free. Just text QUICK to 246810. That's QUICK to 246810. Yay! Yeah.
6: Yes,
0: yes.
2: yes. If you snore, the first time you use Mute can be quite an experience. (laughs) Snoring can happen when your nose is blocked, forcing you to breathe through your mouth. Mute is a comfortable nasal breathing device designed to increase airflow through the nose by gently opening the airways. I can breathe! You'll get all the air you need through your nose, not your mouth. And with less snoring, there's more chance of sleep. For more information, go to
0: MuteSnoring.com. Mute. Breathe more. Snore less. Sleep better. Hi, this is Three Star General Michael J. Flynn Head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency
1: Knew all the government's